Hello, Restoration Church. Hopefully, as you are aware, uh, this week is a week that we are dedicating to prayer and fasting, not just individually, but as a church. And primarily, we're going to be thinking about or uh, reading our church covenant. So, Nathan, big idea behind our church covenant. Big idea of a church covenant. This is what local churches have used for centuries to help them understand how it is we live out what we say we believe. We, when we've got a big Bible here, right? 66 books right. in this thing. It's got a lot of words. And, uh, so we want to make it as clear and as simplistic as we can, uh, to define for the members of this church, what does it look like to live out what we say we believe? And that's what a church covenant does. Churches have been doing this for centuries. This is not anything new. We are joining the long line of believers that have been trying to define this. And so our church covenant is trying to define for us what it looks like to live out what we believe as a people. That's right. And so if you look in this, the devotional booklet you got or our membership directory, uh, you'll notice the church covenant below each line is a host of Bible verses. So we're just trying to summarize the, the highlights of what it means is our commitment to God and to each other as we live out the glory of the gospel. Yeah, the statement of faith is all things that we say we believe, but we recognize in society, right, that some people will say, well, yeah, I believe that too, but they live differently. So the covenant is really fleshing out what it looks like to say, how, what, as a church, how we live out what we believe. Yeah, so it's it helps bind us together or live out the binding that we have together. And so that's why we think once per year we do this at the beginning of the fall to remind ourselves that we are a people brought together by Christ for His glory as we live out. And if you uh, if you read the devotional on Sunday, whoever it was that wrote this, thank you to whoever it is. They did a great job. Uh, they're recognizing there in that first devotional on Sunday that we live in a society that emphasizes the individual. And so we need to be reminded time and time and time and time again because we swim in the waters of individualism in our society, now, unlike other cultures that are the opposite, that are very corporate, and they miss the individual. Ours is more individual. So this first devotional really captures this notion that we are not only saved as individuals. We are. That's true. Amen. But we're also trying to push against a culture that's pushing on us to think of ourselves individually personal salvation yes and amen but also this is going to help flesh out uh, how we are not only individuals but a people that's right yeah so so we have these devotional booklets uh, if you picked one up you should read it if not you can access the daily devotions on the app and you can even sign up and i will send you a personal email every day at 5 a.m this week it's really? scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't waking up at 5 a.m. That's right. But you can get it those ways. And so the idea of the booklet is, is it, the format is, is you have a little bit of our covenant. We call it the covenant connection. Then there's an associated scripture reading along with a short devotional that was written by one of our members. And so Nathan didn't write all these. I didn't write all these. Kathy I wrote didn't none write of them. Uh, so our members have, have written, uh, these devotionals and then, uh, a time of reflection. Mm-hmm. So that's how you use the booklet. And then we're also asking that you, you pay particular attention to uh, the covenant and each other through prayer and fasting. So quickly, Nathan, fasting. What is How would you expect people to fast this week? Taking off something, putting on something. So you're taking off, I think, preferably food. I would say that should be the... And primary one, but it's not, doesn't have to be the only one. That's right. And that's a food because that's something we absolutely need. That's right. That reminds us. We don't need Twitter. Though it's good to fast from that, but we don't need it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, So, yeah. So I would encourage you to, to make that food 
putting off food and then putting something on. Just because you took off food doesn't mean anything, that you've done anything distinctly Christian. That's right. And yeah. so the thing that you're putting on is you're putting on prayer. That's right. Uh, you're feasting on Christ. And so yeah. when those hunger pangs come or those desires come for that thing that you're putting off, that's the time that you learn to obey those desires to hunger or feast, I should say, on Christ. That's right. And so, for example, what does this look like in the Kraft family? Uh, so in our family this week, Paige and I both fast lunch every day. And so I'll spend extra time in prayer during lunch this week. And then as a, as a whole family, uh, we don't do any screens in the evening. And so we'll spend more time with our family. Uh, we'll pray through the director together. We'll read some scripture together. And it's also time just to remind each other that, hey, we have each other and it's a gift from God. So that's what it looks like in our family. Yeah. So good, good, um, good. Yeah. So we, we fast that way. And then on your day of your community group, those that are able, we're asking that you fast and come together for a meal. And yeah. so. Um, Except the night community group. Yeah. We just had a meal last yeah. week. So, so again, not everyone has to do it every way, but just p- trying to pay a t- particular yeah. attention as a group. So Amen. that's yes. the, that's the fasting. Uh, Nathan, one of the things we're asking people to do is pray through the directory. Yeah. So at the end of each day's devotional, there's a suggested list of names mm-hmm. to pray for. So for example, yesterday, mm-hmm. it was praying through all the members whose last names begin with A through C, which is probably like 12 or 15 folks. Yeah, it was a good, it was and a good chunk. People probably saw that and like, oh my goodness, I don't have three hours exactly, to set aside to for prayer. Right. So <laughs> how should we think about that? Well, first off, let me just encourage you, Restoration Church, know that uh, we as your elders, we're doing what we're asking you to do. We're doing this all the time. So, uh, I'm doing this personally and we do this corporately as right. elders. So, uh, so how is it we do this? How is it you do this and not have to take three or four hours? First off, if you have three or four hours, you want to do that, go for it. Praise God. You know, like what? Why not? Yeah. You know, wake up at five. There are people that do that, by the way, in the world. That's not as crazy as you might think. But anyway, so how is it you do this in a way that is both helpful, comprehensive, and not trite and meaningless. Um, so let me share with you what I did this morning um, to hopefully model this for you. And Joey, you can fill in the blanks yeah. here. Uh, I'm not going to, I'll just use our family. So what I did was I opened up to Ephesians 1. That's what we're preaching through. And I took the names that were in front of me. Now I'm going to use different names, but uh, I took the names in front of me and just walked through the text and prayed those verses for that person. So here we go. This is what I did. So for instance, if it was Joey and Paige was the next name on the on the thing, on the list, I would say, uh, I'm looking at verse three. Uh, Lord, I pray that jo- for Joey today that, that he would bless you, God, as the one that is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray for Paige, uh, that she would be reminded that, uh, in Christ she has, e- she has been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And Lord, I pray, uh, for my wife, Andy, she, let's say she's the next name on the list. Because she, she would be reminded that she has been chosen in him before the foundation of the world. And Lord, I pray for Nathan, that he would be reminded that he has been made holy and blameless. And for Judah, that he has been holy and blameless, be set, be, and he's able to be before you, God. And I pray for the, you know, and on down the list, for Ella Kay, that she would know on the, you know, and I'm, you see what I'm doing. If you have your Bible open, you can see all I'm doing is just reading that verse, taking one of those phrases and praying it for that person. And I just, I just prayed for four or five people in a matter of moments. And I think that's pretty meaningful. Amen. I mean, so you're connecting with the scripture and you're like, well, Nathan, I don't know how to do that. Well, if you have either your directory or the devotional booklet, in the devotional booklet, it's page 45. And it's literally an appendix that says praying through the directory, mm-hmm. praying for spiritual benefit. And it lists probably, I don't know, 20 ways uh, that you can pray directly 
and specifically according to the Bible for your members. So boldness in evangelism, abounding in love and discernment, unity and diversity, every member ministry, sharing burdens, confessing sins, mm-hmm. giving generously, on and on and on mm-hmm. it goes. So yeah, I've heard a, uh, I heard another pastor pray for his congregation. I love this. He said that, uh, he just thanked God that Christ absorbed the wrath of their sin. And then he just listed them out. Lord Jesus, I, I thank you that you absorbed the wrath of God for Joey. I thank you that you absorbed the wrath of God for Paige. And he just prayed right through, just prayed that prayer. Right. So it's beautiful. Yeah. It's simple. It doesn't have to be different. I think the temptation is we're all tempted to think that we have to pray for at least two or three minutes. And we have to know them well in order to pray. Yeah, that's right. And I'd say sometimes when we don't know somebody as well, it's actually our prayers become more biblical in that because we have to pray scripture, which is a good thing. Amen. Yeah. So really helpful, useful. And I think what you'll find is if all of us are doing this, this is fun to think about. When we come together on Friday, we have all of all the people in that room, all the members in that room, they have we've prayed for each other. And now we're coming to celebrate uh, it together by singing and praying. That's right. It's yeah. a fun thought. It's going to strengthen us as a people. That's right. Yeah. So this week, spend time fasting, spend time praying, spend time reading these these devotionals, thanking God for the other members of our church. We'll come together Friday night at seven and we'll spend more time praying and praising God for this is what we do. As we thought about even this week, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Yeah, amen. Enjoy that devotional, and thanks to those that wrote. They've done a good job. On Sunday and Monday, anyway. I trust that whoever wrote Tuesday, (laughs) it'll be great. I'm sure it will. All right, Restorations Church, we love you. 